0: Even crazy people can be right sometimes. Gavin Newsom decides to push crazy laws to make himself relevant in the national conversation. And Joe Biden gets smacked down by the courts. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hey, hey, this is Gene. Welcome back to Dumbasses Talking Politics. I hope everything is going well. Long time no speak since yesterday. Let's get to it. Oh, there's so much news going on. There's so much stuff going on. I kid you not, if you looked at my website and you actually looked at what I write, there is so much stuff here that I want to cover and I just have so little time. It's, it's, not, it's not even funny. So let's get to it. I, I think what we're going to do is Thursday, I'm just going to go through some of the weird ass cultural stuff that's out there. Because I kid you not, there is some stuff out there right now that's just absolutely insane. The problem is, there is kind of it is kind of a big news week. It is kind of a big news week. We're going to find out whether we're in a recession on Thursday. Of course, the Biden administration right now is trying to redefine recession. We're not going to get too much into that today. We'll talk about that tomorrow as the um, as the news the the sound clips come in because they are coming in but i mean there's some there's some absolute craziness going on and this is the problem this is the problem that the biden administration has they they don't want to solve any problems they just want to go out there and change definitions hey we're not a recession a recession a recession is defined as two straight quarters of negative GDP growth. So basically, we have six months of negative GDP growth. Well, the quarter ended in June. The second quarter ended in June. Uh, the third, fourth quarter of last year, we were at zero GDP growth. The first quarter of this year, we were at negative GDP growth. And we are definitely expecting ge- negative GDP growth on Thursday when the report's released. We're technically already in a recession. Now the Biden administration is saying, no, eh, we're going to have to redefine the word recession. So technically we're not in a recession. You know, that's the whole problem. Well, technically you're not a man, you're a woman, or you're not a woman, you're a man. So I, I guess you can constantly change definitions. That's what the Biden administration is doing right now. And we're going to, uh, Fox News is talking craziness about it, about how everything is changing. I'm telling you, I'm telling you right now, you, you, listen to me, Joe Biden will not be president by January. It's going to happen. There's a reason Gavin Newsom is making a big stink. And we're going to talk about that. There's a reason JB Pritzker, who you've probably never even heard of, is making a big stink. These guys are are these guys are interviewing to be vice president. And Kamala Harris will be president by January before anyone is sworn into office after the election. It will be it, it, Joe Biden will be out of office. It's coming. Okay, so let's let's get to our first story. I know I kind of went Three minutes on that. But, you know, hey. Uh, so, you know, I don't like Noam Chomsky. Uh, he stands for everything I hate. He's an anti-capitalist. Uh, he's an anti-imperialist, though I don't think he knows exactly what that means, because he considers the United States an imperialist country, and we're kind of the opposite of an imperialist country, but whatever. He's a libertarian socialist. I don't even know what that means because libertarian means you should have total freedom, but you can't be a socialist and want total freedom. That just doesn't happen. I guess that's the same as democratic socialist. I, I, I don't know. Um, he supports anarcho syndicism. Okay, I had to look this one up. I don't even know what an anarcho syndicate is. And anarcho-syndicate means he believes in anarchy that supports unions. Yeah, I don't get that either because if you are anarchy, you don't want organization of anything. It's per- 100% personal free. He's just he's a really he's a nutty guy. Okay, and the funny thing is he started out as a linguist. So he, how he got so political I have no idea. I have read a couple of his books. They're really long. They're really kind of boring. They don't make much sense. I mean, well, I mean, it makes as much sense as a libertarian socialist or a anarcho-syndicate. I, But, you know, hey. But he does believe in free speech. That is one thing he completely believes in. He believes that if he believes that if you don't believe the Holocaust happened, then you should be able to say that. He does believe if you're a Nazi and you want to support Nazism, he believes you should be able to do that. Okay? He doesn't believe in Nazism. He thinks the United States is Nazi esque. But he does believe in this stuff. Well, he was on uh, uh, Russell Brand's podcast... And Russell Brand's another interesting one. I mean, that guy used to be just a wild leftist. And now he's kind of, he's coming to the fold because he doesn't like the, he doesn't like the way um, free speech is being abused in the United States. And Chomsky basically said, we are losing free speech in this country to the point of the Soviet Union levels of anti-free speech. I, I, I'm a little, I agree with him and disagree with him, but listen to him. And this is a little bit of a longer clip um, because he's really old and he kind of repeats himself a little bit, but he's part right, part wrong. We'll talk about it after. Just listen to the clip. It's about two minutes. Listen.
1: Now take the United States today. It is living under a kind of totalitarian culture which has never existed in my lifetime and is much worse in many ways than the Soviet Union before Gorbachev. Go back to the 1970s, uh, people in Soviet Russia could access BBC, Voice of America, uh, German television, if they wanted to find out the news. If today in the United States, You want to find out what Prime Minister Lavrov of Russia is saying. Can't do it. It's barred. Americans are not permitted to hear what Russians are saying. Can't get Russian television, can't access Russian sources. That means also that fine American journalists like Chris Hedges, one of the best, is cut out, barred from Americans because he happens to have a program running on RT, Russian television. You want to find out what uh, the adversary is saying, which is of utmost importance. Uh, You can maybe tune into Indian state television and find it out, or you can read it on Al Jazeera. But uh, the United States has imposed constraints on freedom of access to information, which are astonishing which, in fact, go beyond what was the case in post stalin soviet Russia.
0: All right, so first, let's talk about where he's wrong, okay, because he is wrong on a lot of this. Uh, First off, understand something. This guy does believe the Soviet Union was a better system, both economically, socially, politically, than the United States. He's always believed that. But, and and that's where he's wrong, right off the bat. So you got to take this guy's words with a grain of salt. The Soviet Union never had that level of freedom. They don't have it today. That is not true. The Soviet Union could not, people in the Soviet Union, and I know this because I had family in the Soviet Union. People could not just turn on the BBC and hear what the Americans are saying. That is not true. That is a lie. He is, he is either lying, which I think he probably is lying, or he's wrong. That never happened. They don't have a constitution. The Soviet people, the Russian people today, never had any freedoms. There's no constitution in Russia. Okay? And this guy hates the United States. So let's be very clear. The United States is not as bad as the Soviet Union is, but we are getting there. I would rather him have said something like that than what he actually said about the United States being worse than the Soviet Union. We were never worse than the Soviet Union. I mean, for Christ's sake, they had gulags. They were throwing people in prison because they said something the government didn't like or they or someone heard them say something the government didn't like, they would throw you in prison. There were no there were no courts or anything like this. They used to take Stalin used to take people out and shoot them in the streets. So no. The Soviet Union is not better than the United States. It never has been. And the United, It's not better than the United States today. But he is right. We are getting there. We're not hear, hearing everything from the government. We're not hearing about Ukraine not being the angels of the world. We're not hearing of the atrocities, the Ukraine. We do hear about some of it. Fox News will have it. Daily Wire, New York Post, they'll talk about it, but we're not hearing it in mainstream media. Even Fox News. Ukraine is they're angels. They're they're perfect. No, they're not. Half their military are white supremacists. We're not hearing about Cuba. We're not hearing about Hong Kong. We're not hearing about Venezuela. These are these are places that were fighting tyranny and we're not hearing them anymore. They're being shut out of the media. No one's talking about the evils of China. And we're, we're hearing all this crap about climate change, but China is producing the most CO2 of any country in the world by a long shot. We're not hearing about India producing the second highest amount of CO2 in the world. The United States is not producing that much pollution compared to these countries. And then now you've got the Biden administration. Instead of fixing problems, like instead of admitting we're in a recession and we need to fix this, the Biden administration decides, let's change the term recession. He's right. And we know just by Twitter. Twitter right now is banning the word groomer. You can't call a teacher who is teaching their kids about transing and all that crap. You can't say groomer on Twitter without getting suspended. Now, I've tested this and I haven't been suspended yet. I haven't tested it this morning, seen if I could access it this morning. But we're changing words. We're having our speech, having our speech taken away from us. Something we had a free right. If I want to say the N-word, I should be able to say the N-word. That doesn't mean you have to like me. That's the freedom of speech that people are talking about. There are some words you can't say. That's one of them. You can't say and be socially accepted. Let society take care of it. Society will get me to stop saying the N-word very quick. And obviously I don't say it because I'm not saying it now. But he's right. There is a totalitarian, tyrannical... aspect of our country right now i mean our rights are being chipped away very rarely do you actually see somebody you see a country take all your rights away all at once it's just it doesn't work like that they're chipped away we can already see it our freedom of speech is being chipped away our gun rights are being chipped away our freedom of religion is being chipped away we're encouraged to depend on the government so that we do what the government wants, or we're not going to get what the government is offering. If we don't comply, we can lose our jobs, we can lose our money, we can lose our families, we can even lose our freedom by going to jail. It's happening now. It's not a conspiracy theory, it is happening. So he is right in some ways. He's wrong in others. I mean, we're not quite there yet. We're not, we're not the Soviet Union. We're not Cuba. We're not Venezuela. We're not China. But we're getting there. And all we have to do is look to the north. Canada. Canada is there. That Justin Trudeau, he's a tyrant. Canada doesn't have freedom of speech. Canada, no gun rights. Canada is confiscating guns. It's happening to the North. The United States wants to be that. At least this government does. Okay, speaking of tyrants, according to Fox News, California Democratic Governor Gavin Newsom on Friday signed a gun control bill into law that will allow private citizens to sue anyone who manufactures, sells, transports, and distributes illegal assault weapons, and ghost guns. Now, I put that in uh, scare quotes because that doesn't really mean much. The measure was crafted in response to last year's Texas abortion ban that prohibits the procedure once a heartbeat was detected and allows private citizens to sue physicians drivers, or anyone else who aids the woman in receiving an abortion for $10,000. The California gun law would grant $10,000 in damages per weapon to private citizens who sue. Citizens could also be awarded for the same amount if they file a lawsuit against someone who illegally sells a firearm to people under the age of 21. Okay, just lots of problems with this. First off, this... Gavin Newsom was asked about this and he was asked, you know, nobody else, this doesn't happen anywhere else. Gavin Newsom says, for example, a car manufacturer, you can't sue Ford because a guy driving a Ford drunk hit you. I can't go out and sue Ford for that. He says, no, yeah, you can. No, you can't. This is not the only time you can sue a manufacturer is if their product causes damages because of a malfunction. A uh, Gavin well let's get to the point here. Gavin Newsom's going to go a little crazy in the next uh, next year or two. He's going to try and pass things that are going to seem really extreme and are really extreme. That's because he's trying to get, he's eyeing higher offices. He wants to be president or vice president. That's his goal here. He seems to forget that we tried to kick him out of, of governor in California just last year because he's doing an absolutely terrible job in California. Not only is he not turned off by the fact that there was a recall election on him he's emboldened by the fact that he survived the recall election so now he's becoming a worse governor but he's trying to make a name of himself and he's trying and that's why he's attacking the abortion law in Texas and Greg Abbott the governor of Texas because Abbott yeah i mean he's also attacking DeSantis in Florida which is weird Florida's on the other side of the country Why don't you worry about California? we got kind of some problems here. I'm just saying, we've got some problems in California. Why are you worried about Florida and Texas? Well, because he's he's looking, maybe this is a job interview for vice president when Kamala becomes president. I don't know. But he's got to make a name for himself. So he's got to attack those other... Here's the whole thing. Gavin Newsom doesn't care about California. He doesn't care about California. He is worried about... His growth, his rise to power, that's all he cares about. Becoming the governor of the biggest state in in the country is one of the things that he's trying to do. It's just to get him to that next level. Whether it be, and you know he doesn't want to be a senator. He does not want to be a senator. He wants to be vice president or president. That's his goal. And so he's attacking other states, worried about other... I mean, the guy, the guy spent $100,000 on ads for himself in Florida saying how bad Florida is. Why would you do that if you're the governor of California? Unless you were eyeing political power. Anyway, I. it just shows he's just not a great governor. His policies suck. But he's got to make a name for himself. And that's, that's what he's doing by comparing himself, by putting his name out there. That's what he's doing. Because no one knew. I, I guarantee you no one, in, no one in Midwest knew that Gavin Newsom was the governor of California. I guarantee it. People in Illinois don't know who the hell Gavin Newsom is. But they know who Greg Abbott is. They know who Ron DeSantis is. He's trying to make a name for himself. Anyway, this 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 law is completely unconstitutional. It's already been voted. It's already been ruled on before. I mean, states like Illinois have tried to do this, and it's been ruled as unconstitutional. It's gonna get kicked out. No other industry can get sued because somebody uses their car in a w- uses their product in a way it's not meant to be used. If I if I take if I take my kitchen knife here, I can't remember who makes. I think it's. Uh, uh, I think it's Cuisinart makes my my kitchen knife, and I stab somebody with it. They're not gonna. You can't sue Cuisinart because I stab somebody with their knife. By the way, Cuisinart knives awesome, awesome. So this isn't going anywhere. Okay, and this is something that happened last week. And I really wanted to talk about it last week. I really, sh- I think it was a big deal. So according to Fox News, a federal judge has blocked a directive from President Joe Biden's administration that allows transgender workers and students to use the school restrooms matching their gender identities. It also allowed transgender athletes to join sports teams corresponding with their chosen genders. The directive was blocked by Judge Charles Atchley Jr. of the Eastern uh, District of Tennessee, a Trump appointee, after a coalition of 20 Republican attorneys sued last year, Reuters reported. The plaintiffs argued the federal directive clashed with state laws and prevented states from enforcing their own laws that banned transgender school bathroom use. That's all true. That's, that's true. If the state wants to make it that you have to use the restroom of your sex or gender, sex and gender, because sex and gender are synonyms, They're the same word. We've just... The Democrats have just changed what words mean. Okay? Gender is this fluid thingy that they they kind of conjured... No, gender and sex are the same thing. It's kind of like, well, a recession isn't exactly... You know, gender changed. The definition of gender changed like 15 minutes ago. Did you know that you could be gender fluid in 2010? No, you didn't know. That wasn't a thing. There was no LGBTQ plus, minus, amber sand, sand. 10 years ago. It was just LGB community. LGBT community. It wasn't even LGBT community. So they're changing definitions left and right. But the thing is, the president can't go out there and just change things on his own in states that have already said no we're going to do this. I mean they're trying to do that with the guns. They're trying to do that with everything. The federal government can do they're trying to do that with abortion. Oh we need to codify Roe versus Wade. Um, The Supreme Court just said you can't do that. They're ignoring the constitution. They're ignoring what the states want and now they're trying to force it down on everybody now here's the thing an example of here here's here's the big thing here's the big thing I, I'm try- I'm sorry I'm trying to think because I really had an idea and I totally forgot what it was oh here it is here's this the problem the president is going to have is there are unintended consequences for going so extreme. Like this. Okay, what are those? What do I mean by that? Well, let's take an example. Uh, in 2015, there was a case, Oberfeld versus Hodges, which legalized same sex marriage. And those arguments that were used in Oberfeld were the same as, or Oberfeld, I think it's Oberfeld, uh, were the same arguments used versus Roe versus Wade. In other words, there was some sort of privacy thing that they brought up that was in the 14th Amendment, which wasn't. Here's the thing. Oberfell is really a bad ruling. Now, I don't think we should outlaw gay marriage. I I, I don't believe that. You want to get married. I don't think there is such thing as gay marriage. If you get married, if you, it's a civil union, which they already had, gays already had. So I'm not even sure. But, if they want to overturn gay civil unions, I'm not for that. But here's the thing. They're going to get so extreme that one day somebody is going to sue and try and overturn Oberfeld. Overfell, excuse me. They're going to try... The unintended consequences is when... Sometimes the best thing you can do is ignore something. Okay? Okay all right, this happened, let's forget it. But the problem is, you keep pushing, 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 eventually someone's going to push back. And they're going to sit there and say, you know what, Oberfell was crap in the first place, which it was, it's a bad ruling. And you know what, I, I, the state is just finally, right-wing states like Oklahoma, Nebraska, Idaho, the Dakotas, they're just going to, Montana, even Nevada or, well, not much Nevada, but Arizona. They're going to be states, Louisiana, Mississippi, Missouri. They're just going to sit there and say, you know what? Screw you. Not only do I not think transing, you should not be able to make a thing. I want Oberfeld overturned because we do not want gay marriage. Somebody eventually, they're going to push back. And then you're going to be in big trouble. I don't think so. I don't think the Supreme Court has the balls to actually overturn Oberfeld. But one of these days, they're going to sit there and say, not only can you not trans my kids, but gay marriage isn't even a thing. We don't even want gay marriage in the state. Missouri, Alabama, I mean, they don't want gay marriage. And they're going to go after the Biden uh, administration. They're going to go to the Supreme Court arguing that because they keep pushing this shit yes, I cost. I'm sorry. So, so speaking, speaking of, um, not knowing that a penis makes you a man and that you have to use the men's restroom when you have a penis. Leas Thomas has been nominated for NCAAs woman athlete of the year, which is kind of cool because he's a man that only ranked 400th in the NCAA as a man swimming, and he decided to be a woman, and now now he is the top woman athlete in NCAA's women's swimming. Uh, good news. Women are beginning to speak up about this. Leah Thomas, I hope he wins. I hope he wins it. Just, just to, to put the cherry on the deal and keep this controversy going. But anyway, um, there's another woman named Riley Gaines. She was also nominated. And she was the number one woman in swimming. Uh, She said, quote, being a real girl in that photo, and also the University of Kentucky's nominee for the NCAA Woman of the Year, this is yet another slap in the face to women. First a female national title, now nominated for a pinnacle award in college athletics. She's talking about Leah Thomas there, uh, which is William Thomas. That's his name. The, the at NCAA has made this award worthless. This award combines the athletic performance with academic service and character. What character has Thomas shown other than sheer selfishness and entitled entitlement? Great question. Great question. The disrespect and disregard for other female athletes in Thomas's interviews is eye opening. This gal lost to Thomas in the 200 meter final NCAA final champion in the championships. Again, I hope Thomas wins this award. I really hope Thomas wins this award. Because then the pushback is going to be amazing. And if All the left talks about is misogyny, 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 misogyny. misogyny. Toxic masculinity, that's toxic masculinity. That's misogyny. Okay, in the last story, I I can't skip this. Again, this was supposed to be last year. And I'm practically going to read the entire article. It just shows how the left absolutely hates science. So this is from a right-leaning, uh, right-leaning news organization called the College Fix. And I, I'm going to read a lot of this article simply because it's so freaking funny. So let's start with this. This is from the College Fix. As soon as ancient human remains are excavated, archaeologists begin the work of determining a number of traits about the individual, including age, race, and gender. But a new school of thought within archaeology is pushing scientists to think twice about assigning gender to ancient human remains. It is possible to determine whether it is possible to determine whether a uh, skeleton is a biological male or female using objective observations based on size and shape of the bones. Criminal forensic detectives, for example, do it frequently in their line of work. But gender activists argue. Scientists cannot know how the ancient individual identified themselves. Yeah, I'm not kidding. They are thinking of not identifying a skeleton because you don't know how that skeleton identified. Um, Maybe how that skeleton identified is irrelevant. It's what it is now. Okay, the article continues, quote, you might know the argument that archaeologists who find your bones one day will assign you the same gender as you were at birth. Okay, they're not assigning you anything. That's what your gender is. So regardless of whether you can transition, you can't escape your assigned sex, end quote, tweeted Canadian master's degree candidate Emma Palladino last week. Paladino, who is seeking an advanced degree in archaeology, called assigning gender to ancient human bullshit. Quote, labeling remains, male or female, is rarely the end goal of any excavation anyway, end quote, wrote uh, Palladino. Quote, The bioarchaeology of the individual, by the way, that's not even a word. The bioarchaeology of the individual is what we aim for, factoring in absolutely everything we discover about the person into nuanced and open ended biography of their life. I gotta say, this well thought out analysis tells me she probably shouldn't get her master's degree or doctorate or whatever she's trying to get. I mean, if she can't even identify ancient skeletons as male or female, she's probably not going to be very good at her job. Okay, anyway, the article continues. She is not alone. Gender activists have formed a group called Trans Doe Task Force to, quote, explore ways in which current standards in forensic human identification do a disservice to people who do not clearly fit the gender binary, end quote. I mean, how would they know they fit the gender binary? They're dead. They've been dead for 500,000 years. Continuing, quote, we propose gender expansive approach to human identification by combing missing and unidentified databases looking for contextual clues, such as descendants wearing clothing culturally coded to a gender other than their assigned sex, End quote, the group's mission statement read. Quote, we maintain our database of missing and unidentified people who we have determined may be transgender or gender variant as most current database systems do not permit comparison to missing, to identified across different binary sex categories, end quote, the group writes. Now, let me let you in on something. Anyone who needs an archaeologist to identify him or her probably identified as the sex they were at the time do you know why i know this because identity 500 1000 10000 a million years ago wasn't a thing it's a new thing the main goal of someone who's been dead a thousand years was to live was to get things to eat was not to get eaten and of course reproduce which means they had to be the sex that they biologically are you know they wanted to survive and they weren't worried about crap like what sex they were okay the article c- continues because it gets it gets really good This February, University of Arizona associate professor Jennifer Raff published, quote, origin, a genetic history of the Americas, end quote, in which she argued that there are no, quote, no need divisions between physically and genetically male or female individuals, end close. Raff suggested scientists cannot know the gender of a 9,000-year-old biologically female Peruvian hunter, Because they don't know whether the hunter identified as male or female. A, quote, duality, end quote, concept, she says, was, quote, imposed by Christian colonizer, end quote. Here's here's a a, a newsflash. Um, Yeah, no. Do you know why that Peruvian hunter was a female? Because she gave birth to another Peruvian hunter. Because she was female, but we've got to ignore that. Okay, it's here. Here's the problem leftists have when it comes to this trans thing. Um, there are male and female. There are neat divisions between male and female, and they are reality. And how we know that is we're here today. People have been breeding based off your male and female sex for millions of years. All mammals do this. Okay? You don't have mammals identifying as anything but what they are. Because what they are is going to continue the species. This is a problem the left has always had with the trans argument, the science. They, many people have sat back and said, well, um, I can look at your bones 10,000 years from now and know you're a female or know you're a male. They've had this argument thrown at them all the time. Well, what's the best way to deal with that argument? Get rid of the argument. That's what these... I I, I, I don't even want to call them archaeologists, but that's what these archaeologists are trying to do. Get rid of that argument. You can't, you don't know how they identified. You know what? it does, And it shows you how stupid your identity argument is. It doesn't matter how they identified. It's what they are. I mean, what are they going to do? Are they eventually going to end DNA? Because XY, X chromosome, that's all there. You can't stop that. It's there. So are we going to suddenly just ignore DNA evidence? And by the way, this is the party of science. This is the party of science. They keep telling us. They keep telling us half the time with this trans identity thing. They keep telling us, oh no, it's scientifically proven. By what? You're ignoring the science. Whatever science you don't like, you just say, oh, we shouldn't even do that incredible incredible god i i'm looking at some stories here um we're gonna have to talk about some of this stuff I, I you know if you have comments leave the comments but for example a new york times says that you know people are cannibals and cannibalism is cool um does chicago bears want to leave new york we leave chicago because it's not safe in chicago um, I, I, there's so much good stuff. You shouldn't be masturbating in space. Oh my gosh. We, we're going to have to have one day where I just go an hour and we just continue to talk because there is so much here. But anyway, uh, this my website at com So you can read some of this stuff, including the college fix article. It's really funny. And the college fix actually is a right wing rags. So it's, it's, they make it funny. Um, Go to dumbassestalkinpolitics.com. I just laid out two new videos. One, and neither of them have anything to do with politics. So they're just, they're all culture. One, I'm flying my drone for 20 minutes. Take a look at it. You can see how great my drone's camera is. And, uh, you know, I I know the music's nice. So, uh, take care. We'll talk to you tomorrow. This is Gene, and you've listened to Dumbasses Talking Politics.